Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome, good morning, no, good afternoon. It is Beamer in for Bowerly. Wednesdays with Beamer here on News Radio 930 WBEN. The sun is out. Ignore how cold it is. The sun is out. It is hump day, almost to that work day bell. Getting the uh getting the afternoon started off right. Glad to have you here with us. Hopefully you're enjoying your day. You know, I, I try to forget how cold it is because it looks so nice out. You know, you look out the window and uh, the sun's out and maybe you park your car in the sun so you know it's going to be a little warmer than it should be. And then, you know, I'm scrolling on Twitter because that's what I do before the show. I want to find things to talk about. I want to be able to spark your interest. I want to be able to entertain the audience. And I see a buddy of mine tweeting that in South Carolina today, it's so warm uh, that it's that he's going to skip work and day drink. And I thought, wow, that sounds amazing because it's also weather here that would make you want to skip work. Uh, but it doesn't have anything to do with warmth. It's because you don't want to leave your house. You don't want to have to walk outside. You don't want to have to bundle up like you're going to a Bill's tailgate so you can get in your car and go to work. So different, different reasons to skip work. But, you know, hey. New York and South Carolina, we have something in common today. Uh, what, a, what a morning. What an eventful morning for retirements. Now, I don't know, Josh, if you've heard of all the big retirements today. We had three big retirements all in one day. I'm not sure you heard all of these. What, did Tom Brady retire, unretire, retire, unretire, retire? Well, Tom Brady is one of them. And then we have Bob McCarthy from the Buffalo News after 41 years. Wow. Of doing political journalism. He is hanging it up. And one that might have shocked a lot of people. The uh, the Prince of Darkness. Ozzy Osbourne has announced his retirement and uh, has canceled the rest. Uh, is he the Prince of Darkness that I call, that I I call that right? I think so, but didn't he just come out with an album? He did. He did. Um, Ozzy's been facing a few health issues. Uh, so amid health concerns, he has canceled the remainder of his tour and has in a lengthy statement, announced that he is retiring. Uh, so I would say three people that are really good at their job. Um, uh, I think locally, a, a lot of uh, a lot of respect for Bob McCarthy at the Buffalo News. Um, Tom Brady, you know, I will say this. I will say this because obviously it was there were for years, right? Years. Tom Brady was a villain in Western New York. But are we going to blame Tom Brady for the crap teams the Buffalo Bills had? I mean, really. Here's the thing. (laughs) Here's the thing. The Bills were bad. Like, do you realize that the Patriots are a, for those years, were a rival in Buffalo? And in New England, no one cared about the Bills? No one cared. It was not a. It was not. It was not a game that the, the the Patriot fans got up for, got excited for. It was nothing. That's a one-sided rivalry. So 
as much as I want to not like Tom Brady, and yes, he had a few scandals in his career um, that, that I think will, uh, will stay with him, but let me tell you this. You can't hate someone. You can't hate the pain. You can, and believe me, it was painful. Right, Josh? Those were some painful years, trying to chase the Patriots. You had Fitzmagic with the, with the comeback win that one season, and that was amazing. It seemed like a turnaround. It wasn't. But you can't, you know, for all those years we hated Brady, we should have just been mad at the management of the Bills. We should have just been upset that the Bills continued to put 4-12 and 12 and 6-10 and 10 teams out. Tom Brady will be remembered as one of the greatest. He will. Even with the scandals, even with the, the football scandal and the air, the missing air, he will be remembered as one of the greatest. And why? I will say this. I was wrong four years ago. All right? I'm going to admit that I was wrong. Four years ago, I said that Tom Brady will not be able to win a Super Bowl without Bill Belichick. And I was wrong. And I think, now Josh, I, I'd like your, your comment on this. I think that solidified Tom Brady as being a GOAT because he showed he can go to another team and take them to the Super Bowl. I think that helped how his career will be remembered because, no, he didn't just do it with Belichick. He went and did it on his own. As much as it pains me to say, I think you're right. And it also, I think it exposes how much he helped Belichick rather than the other way around. Yeah. Because there was a lot of like, oh, is he going to be able to do anything without him? And it was really... It was Brady that was helping Belichick. I think, you know, the only thing Belichick did was give Brady a chance. Yeah. And then he kind of just took it from there. Now, because if you're Bill Belichick, now you need to win a Super Bowl. Right. I exactly. mean, that is definitely what needs to happen. Because, I mean, since Brady left, the Patriots have, like, I think a total of maybe 10 wins. Yeah. So. And a blowout playoff loss. Yeah. One playoff appearance and a bunch of losing seasons. Yeah. So. And you know what? The way the AFC East is going. I don't see the Patriots getting better. I mean, the the no. Bills are. Everyone wants to complain about the Bills' exit. The Bills are still going to go into the next. What would you say? Ten seasons, maybe five seasons as AFC East favorites. I'd say five on the low end. Yeah, ten on the high end. Yeah, but there's it's probably somewhere in the middle there. It's probably not as low as five, but I don't think it's as high as ten. It kind of depends on what they do next. I think. Yeah, but with the Jets and the Dolphins, I think the Jets are scarier than the Dolphins, in my opinion. I mean. Aaron Rodgers. Well, if that actually happens. <laughs> if, if the Jets can get a quarterback, they're going to be a problem because their defense is young and it's good. And with the Dolphins, it's the same thing pretty much. If they can get a quarterback to feed Tyreek Hill, that's that's a problem. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, Tua, by the way, finally cleared from concussion protocol. Finally, yeah. After over a month in concussion protocol. Do you think more will come out about – the extent of his injury? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think he's I think he's been in concussion protocol since that game against the Bills. To Milano be honest hit? with you, yeah. I, I I mean, well, actually, no. I think it might. Yeah, that and then the Bengals game the next week yeah. when he went down and had to be carted off the field like that. I I don't understand how he played the next week. I think he should have been in concussion protocol from that moment when Milano hit him. It'll, but it'll be interesting. You know, what else will be interesting. Tom Brady on Fox. It'll be interesting because Tom Brady, I'll say this, he's always had kind of that off the field. He can talk. He's been in movies. Uh, Tom Brady has had that appeal. Can he do it in the broadcast booth? Tony Romo was great his first few seasons. Will Tom Brady be as good or better than Romo, or will he not earn that 300 mil? I think 
See, the problem with Romo is sometimes he gets a little too over the top. And when it's for your team, you love it. But when it's for the other team, you hate it. Yeah. So I think if Brady can keep the bias to an even, like, you know, oh, this team's looking good, now this team. You know, if he doesn't go all in on one team and then backtrack, then I think he'll be fine. But that you could say that about almost any broadcaster when it comes to sports. So... I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I think it might take him a year or two to get into it, though. That's for sure. Yeah, I do think he makes an appearance in the Super Bowl since Fox has it. But obviously it won't be in any kind of huge uh, role. It will just be, hey, I'm here. I think he might be like, he'll probably be like a pregame or a halftime guest. Yes, and like with Gronk. Yeah, yeah. Or, I, you know what? I bet you they're going to interview. They're going to have him interview Gronk after Gronk does, does his kick. Okay, there it is. Does his field goal kick. There it is. I, I, I just... I, I have to say, it's very difficult. I'm sure it's very difficult to retire when you know you have a $300-plus contract waiting for you do for you, the next 10 years. Do you think Fox like made him retire or was no. like, hey, do no. you think— from what, from what I heard, now again, I don't, I don't, this is just what I heard on you know, social media. Fox said, it's here when you're ready. There were oh, no stipulations okay. of when you had to retire— it's here when you're ready. See, I didn't know. I, I maybe like Fox is like, man, we really need to like up our, you know, broadcaster you, game. You would have thought they would have done that before they had the Super Bowl. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. But uh, yeah, because they learned from Jay Cutler. They learned like, oh, we we, we will here it is. Because remember, Jay Cutler was like, yeah, I'm gonna go to Fox. Now I'm gonna go play for the Dolphins instead. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think. Uh, I I just I hope he doesn't do what he did last year and in like two months. No, like, way. no, never mind. I don't think he does that. I I don't know where he would go. That's the thing. Tom, like, I know Tom Brady's not the most likable person in Western New York, but Tom Brady's not tone deaf, and I think he realizes. I gave you know I I came back for a season. It wasn't as bad as some people who've come back for that last season, but it wasn't Tom Brady good. I mean, they were below five hundred. They finished the season eight and ten. I mean, it so, could have been the team around him, but that's true. Or it, Tom it, Brady has never never used that as an excuse. Right, he's always put it on himself. Tom which, Brady could I have guess, taken the 2010 Bills better than four and twelve. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It, I don't. Know. I I just I don't like. I feel like he's. I guess if he comes back, you're gonna really know. Like, oh, this is just like a publicity stunt. You know, like that's what I feel like he's treating it like it, or he did treat it like at that point. You know what I mean? I, I don't know I, I don't know if DraftKings or FanDuel is taking this bet, um, but I would bet that he doesn't come back. And I don't know what, how you would take that bet because when's the cutoff point, right? Next, the beginning of next season. Okay. Like training camp, or no, first regular season game, if he's not back, then he's done. Yeah. That would be like for the bet at least, I if, say Tom, if that was a bet. I say Tom Brady doesn't come back. I think he's done. Again, I think you'll see him in February. It is February. Uh, next Sunday on the Fox broadcast. And then, Josh, we got to get your opinion on Ozzy Osbourne, right? For me, you know, Ozzy, I love Ozzy. I love Black Sabbath music. I love Ozzy Osbourne. But I didn't know any of that when I was first introduced to Ozzy Osbourne on the MTV show, The Osbournes. And I think for people my generation, that is what, that's where they first learned of Ozzy Osbourne was, you know, this guy and his family, they were crazy. On TV, yelling Sharon anytime he needed help with something. That, I believe, my generation will remember Ozzy Osbourne first for the guy on MTV. And then, you know, I uh, expanded my knowledge of music and learned, oh, wow, he had some really great music in the 70s uh, and the 80s. Even though I think Crazy Train's a little overrated, but that's neither here nor there. 
Uh, but that's my Ozzy Osbourne to me is Ozzy from MTV. That was my first introduction to Ozzy Osbourne. What are your thoughts on Ozzy and Black Sabbath? I think, you know, I, I was introduced to him because, you know, my parents listened to a lot of classic rock. They were never really big Ozzy Osbourne fans, but we would listen to 97 Rock sometimes. And you know, obviously he comes on there. Oh, dump that. Dump that. Take that, take that off. Take that off. What are you talking about? No, I was kidding. That was a joke. That was a joke. <laughs> keep, keep going. Sorry. Come on. It's too <laughs> early in the day to do that to me. Come on now. Go on. Anyway, um, but no. So I knew him for most of his music. Obviously, Crazy Train. Um, the only other time I, I don't know. It's not that I liked his music, but it's not like I didn't like his music. It's he's kind of up in the air for me. Like I like I like Crazy Train. Is uh, it one of those things where you appreciate what he did for music, but maybe you're just not on yeah. enjoying his catalog? Yeah, as much? because he did like it. It wasn't necessarily his music that I liked, but what he did, I feel like, influenced other musicians to make music that I liked. And then there was also, a couple years ago, he did that song with uh, Post Malone. And That's I'm, right. I'm a big Post Malone guy. He's a little more modern, but it was a great song. I loved it. And I, But his most recent album, I heard, like, the one song that they've been playing on the radio, and, like, eh. It's just, okay. it's, some of it's just kind of a little too out there for me. Well, later in the show, because we're going to use this and something that's going on later tonight to do a topic in the 5 o'clock hour about artists that you've always wanted to see but didn't get the chance. Either they retired or they passed away before you are able to get the chance. We did this a few months ago, but I think with Ozzy retiring, uh, it brings that topic back, and we'll do that later in the show. So retirement is a big thing in, in today. I mean, you've got three Bob McCarthy, obviously, locally, but two national, international superstars announcing that they're done, right? They're done with their careers. Tom Brady, it's a little easier, I think, than Ozzy. I mean, I'm sure Ozzy doesn't want to be hanging it up. I'm sure Ozzy does not want to stop touring. I mean, but you have to take care of yourself, and if he has those health concerns, he's got to focus on himself. He's got to take care of himself. Uh, Tom Brady, come on. Yeah, he's not playing football anymore, but he is now going to walk into Fox and get over $300 million. So, I, I, okay, you've had a great football career, and now you're going to continue raking in the money. I, I, must be difficult. Must be really hard. Uh, but I'm sure it is to an extent to admit, all right, I'm done doing this, right? I'm done getting ready for the, for the game and playing and chasing a Super Bowl. I'm sure that's difficult. Um, but, yeah, big Retirement news today. I thought we would start the show off with that. Now I want to go on to something that David was talking about and something I just want to get a little into for the rest of this first segment. And that is this, uh, I don't know how you word it, the statement from the county executive about the mistakes, the mistakes made during the winter storm. And again, Obviously, we, you, you learn from your mistakes, right? We had the blizzard of 22 came in, took 50 lives. Obviously, something needs to be improved. Something needs to be done about the response. If it's the city, the county, the, the, the state, all those need to be looked at, okay? And I think this tweet statement from the county executive is just a start of what we're going to learn from the storm and what changes are going to be made. But I want to say this, and, and as I told David, I don't like being a negative person. I'm a very positive person, right? 
I always I, I always try to find the best in everything. I always try to to you know when I get on the radio, I want to make people laugh. I want to be entertaining. I, I don't want to I don't want to bring people down. And I am very supportive of people coming out with new ideas and trying new things. Okay. But I do have a problem with some of the things that were said in the statement. And, and I know a lot of people are probably going to say, Joe, you're just nitpicking. Believe me, I'm not nitpicking. Okay. I, I hope I'm wrong. I say this all the time. I hope I'm wrong. But I know how I feel. And I've lived here for 24 years. And I feel like I know how other people feel because I have conversations with them. Okay. I don't know if ranking the storm, and I'm not going to bash everything that was said in this, in this statement. I do believe that the emergency alert system needs to be utilized, right? In my entire life, the only time I've heard the emergency alert system is when it's being tested. And that's mostly because I'm the one playing it. <laughs> okay. So I don't disagree with the county executive that we need to take advantage of the emergency alert system and we need to make sure and we need to make sure that we know when to when to set this thing off. If we're going to test it every week and then we do a monthly every month, see, um, we have to make sure that okay, we're actually using it. There's a reason we test it. So we know it's there. This would have been an excuse to, to use it. Right. So if you're listening because, hey, I would love if everyone in their cars were listening to WBEN. That would be amazing. I don't think there'd be better, any better job security than knowing that everyone who is in their car right now in western New York is listening to WBEN. Oh my gosh, you know how amazing that would be? But in reality, they're not, okay? In reality, there's a lot of other radio stations that people like to listen to. Um, and hey, we own some of those, so that's fine. It would be nice if, okay, there's a forecast and that emergency alert system went off on literally every media outlet, TV, radio, stream, okay, if that could be done. So I agree with the county executive on that. I hope this gets back to him that I have publicly said I am going to agree with him on something because obviously the emergency alert system as it is now didn't go off during the blizzard of 22. Why is that? When we come back, I, I want to dig into this ranking the forecast. I want to get your thoughts. 803-0930, star 930. What do you think about the look back on the blizzard of 22? What is being missed here? All right, we've talked about this several times since the storm. What's the one thing that you think needs focus that is being missed in the county executive's discussions, the mayor's discussions, the governor's discussions, our discussions here on WBEN? What do you think is a point that needs to be made that you have not heard one person make? 803-0930, star 930. That's the number. When we come back, I'm going to tell you an issue I have with this. And then I'm going to start getting into other things I'd like to see our government officials maybe take a step back and admit their approach wasn't perfect. Back after this. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Fly fans, Hi. we're talking with the one and only. Uh, hey, welcome back. It is a crazy train here. Beamer, I love YouTube autoplay. You like that? Is that are you a fan of uh, the YouTube autoplay? Oh, I love it. <laughs> Always got to turn that off. I, 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 I fall into the same problem as well. I have to say on air, Josh, I apologize because uh, I jokingly said dump and then you actually went and pressed yeah. the dump button. So well, see, every time someone says dump, I actually have to good. dump. <laughs> don't, don't get out of that mindset. That I was in the wrong. You were right. But I just want to apologize on the air. That one's on me. It is Beamer in for Bowerly. And before we get back to the topic, I want to say this. I want to thank everyone for hanging with me yesterday. I'll tell you. I love filling in. I love hosting these shows, um, as you know. Uh, yeah, I love hosting these shows. Love filling in for uh, David and Tom and the audiences that they have put together. But let me tell you, of all days to be thrown, and I think of myself as pretty good at being able to host on on command. Like, hey, Joe, you need to jump in there. I, I feel pretty good about doing that. But of all days, yesterday, running on Almost no sleep because it was just one of the... You ever have one of those nights where you just can't get to sleep? You're sitting in bed with your eyes wide open. That was me Monday night. And then to make things worse, I woke up 10 minutes late and didn't have my energy drinks. And they're out of energy drinks in the vending machine. So it was... And again, I'm not looking for excuses, okay? Even though I am literally just listed three. So... I loved filling in yesterday. It was it was great. Doing that hour with David yesterday was awesome. I, I don't want to take anything away from that. I don't want my boss to hear this and never ask me to fill in again. 
I just, I want to apologize because that first hour I went back and listened, that was rough. Um, but I want to put some context. It was a, Monday night was not my best night of sleep. And it wasn't one of those things where I was staying out late. You know, Joe, Joe's partying like he's in college. Had nothing to do with that. It was just one of those nights I just could not find. You know when you're tired all day, and then when it's finally time to go to sleep, you can't go to sleep? I had that problem Monday night. I had that problem last night. But the thing is, last night, uh, this morning I was able to sleep in since I'm filling in for Tom. So I just wanted to put some context uh, with that. So we have heard from the county executive uh, on social media. He, he tweeted this out yesterday. The Buffalo News did an article on it. He has spoken with uh, some media outlets, uh, not us yet, but hope maybe he'll make an appearance on Hardline this weekend. Uh, and he is putting the forecasts from a one to five category, kind of like hurricanes, okay? Uh, and hey, I'm, I'm all for whatever gets people's attention, but we literally did this show December 21st and talked about the mindset of Buffalonians the mindset of people in Western New York, and I'll admit, me as well. You know, I look back at the blizzard of 22, because it was so long ago, you know, over a month ago, and, and I, I look back at, at my reaction. And you know what my plan was the, day, the morning of the storm on the 23rd? My, my game plan was come into work, host BMAS and Beamer, go out, pick some things up at the grocery store, and then go home. I had equipment to host from home. I had already been told that I'd be hosting at 10, at 10 p.m. I had everything set up in what will be the baby's room. I was ready to go. And then I get to work, and it was already starting to get bad outside. And then I hung around and did an hour with David voluntarily. I could have done that hour from home. I had the equipment to do so. Because I kept thinking to myself, well... Come on, how much snow can it be? I live, I can drive in the snow. Nothing, a little snow is going to stop me. Next thing I know, well, snow had stopped me. My car was covered. I, I couldn't get out, right? I did go out, brush it off, and put it in the garage. But that's about it. But my mindset all along was, oh, I'll get out of here. I'm not going to stay here. I'll be able to get home. And again, I was being told from my boss, I was being told from almost everyone I know, stay home, host the show from home. No need to go to work. But I went into work, and part of me is happy I did. You know, it was three days being here. Um, I think it would have been a lot different of an experience not being here. Um, and it's something I'll remember forever. But so many other people had that mindset. And unfortunately, a lot of people had that mindset who then got stuck in their car. So... That mindset is there, right? And I do think this storm has changed that for a lot of people. And you know what? I think the first time we use this category rating and we're told that a four or five category winter storm is coming to town, you are going to have empty shelves at the grocery stores. You're going to have people overly prepared. And that's good. I don't, I don't mean that as a negative. Overly prepared is great. You should be overly prepared, Okay. But the first one of those forecasted huge storms to be a dud, people are going to go back to the way they were thinking December 22nd. 
I'm not saying that's good. I'm not saying that's the way it should be. But when you live in an area that gets a lot of snow and you are used to, and this has nothing against my meteorologist friends, okay? Because they all hit the blizzard of 22 right on. They were 100% correct. But once you get a dud or you get a storm that wiggles a little too much and doesn't hit Buffalo or kind of breaks apart, you're going to get right back to people thinking, ah, come on, how serious can it be? I think that's that's the issue. And maybe, so, so maybe instead of this category thing, I, I, I don't know. I, I, you have a lot of a lot of winter storms, right? We get a lot of snow. But there is always that big storm that never turns into the big storm. You know, with hurricanes, and I'm sure in Florida and the Carolinas, there are people who have the same mindset about hurricanes as we do with snow. Ah, it's not going to get to Category 4. It's not going to get there. So I'm all about trying this. I'm all about making sure people know when the storm's going to be there. I just, I think the category thing after the first dud is going to get, it's just the mindset. It's just the mindset of people. You build up a big storm. They've seen enough not be a big storm. And this is what will happen. But hey, let's try it. Let's see. Because I do think the next forecasted big winter storm, everyone's going to prepare. And you're going to see all these things in motion. It's, How does Western New York react after the next over-forecasted winter storm, if that makes any sense? And I hope hope that gets across what I'm trying to say. 803-0930, star 930, that is the number to get on if you'd like to give me your thoughts on what could be better done with the um, blizzard, uh, blizzard reaction, the blizzard... Prep, however you want to word this. And someone did text something in. 803-0930, star 930. Someone texted in on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. And they said, what more do you want? They kept saying it's going to be the storm of a generation, batting down the hatches. Which part of, of that don't people understand? And I don't disagree with that texter. But I also realize... That not everyone is like me. Not everyone is like the listeners here. And they don't listen to news 24-7. They don't follow, not even 24-7. They don't follow news. Do you know how many people in my life I know that the only reason they turn on a news program or hear the news is because they know I'm hosting and they'll listen to the top or bottom of the hour news? I mean, that, that is a lot of people out there. You know, they get in their cars, they put on music. They get in their cars, they do this, they do that. And they just see, they might just see a storm in passing, but they're not listening to a weather forecast. They're not turning on the local news. They're not hearing meteorologists call into WBEN. Those are the people that we, that we have to make sure we reach. Those are the people we have to make sure, no, this isn't just some snow to look good on the ground when Santa comes. This is a serious storm that might stop Santa from actually coming to your house. And so I, I think that's the point that the county is trying to make. We will see. Uh, we had Joe Golombek on Hardline Sunday, um, and we'll see where the NYU study goes. He talked about that and what he'd like to see uh, with that. 
but it, it'll, it'll be interesting what where communication broke down. We've talked so much about communication with the whole fluoride scandal in the city of Buffalo. Is there a better way to communicate a storm? Or, and, and I think this has to be asked, is it on people to know what the forecast is going to be like in their area? Now, I do think it's a little bit of both, right? I mean, I pick up my phone, I get, I get AccuWeather alerts. Anytime there's any kind of weather coming, I get an AccuWeather alert. Heck, I get an alert every time I use my debit card. So shouldn't most people just take personal responsibility and sign up for AccuWeather alerts? Sign up for WBEN alerts? One of the local new, uh, TV stations? Yeah, I don't think that's crazy to ask for. But I also don't think it's crazy to ask whoever's in charge of the emergency alert system to make sure that's in effect and that's reaching more people. And then there's also, as someone texted in, there's also the call on employers. How about all the people that had to go into work on the 23rd? Again, I was given the option to stay home. I was given all the equipment to host from home. So I do not fit in that category. But you know what? There's, uh, there's uh, businesses in the lobby of my building. I was leaving work on the 23rd. Guess what? People were at work. And it's the kind of place where you make appointments. People were in the lobby for their appointment. Does some of the responsibility fall on employers for not closing sooner? Because you know what? I rarely agree with the county executive but when he said, and this is a quote from his interview with Channel 2, he said, quote, I don't think the public took it seriously until Wegmans and Tops announced they were closing. And guess what? That is true. That is true. Even I, who works in the media, okay, when I saw Wegmans and Tops closing, Wegmans at like 11 a.m., Tops at 2 p.m., I was like, oh, this thing's going to be bad. This is getting pretty bad. And I think that's when most people kind of woke up and said, I got to get home. Some people said, I got to get to the grocery store. But what would you like to see improved? And then I want to take this somewhere else. And, you know, I don't want to get crazy political with this. But I do want to know. What else would you like to see the county, the state, the federal government? What would you like to see them take a step back and address next when it comes to looking at ways they could do things better? Do you think the county could maybe take a step back and see how they could have handled COVID better? Maybe the state could take a step back and how to handle those first few months of COVID better? Admitting to mistakes? Because I don't think you can't be a good leader if you can't admit mistakes. If you can't admit where you've screwed up, if every time you get in an altercation, in an argument, and you are always blaming the other person, you're probably going to be an awful leader. Because guess what? We are all humans. We all make mistakes. Most of the time when there is an issue, you are both to blame. 
I'm talking about arguments, obviously. And it is amazing to me how many people in government, and that goes for Democrats, Republicans, that goes county, municipalities, state, federal, how many people won't admit to a mistake, won't admit when they were wrong? I think it makes you a better leader. I actually think it makes you more likable when you can admit you were wrong. Now, unfortunately, Mayor Byron Brown said, you know, the communication, the buck stops with me, and now he's listed in the lawsuit. But I think he was right to say what he said. I think he was right to say, hey, I'm the mayor. You're right. I had access to these reports. I should have known what was going on. That, in my opinion, that's what a leader does. That one's on me. Even if it's 100% not, and I would argue that probably a lot of the blame doesn't lie with the mayor of Buffalo on the, um, on the fluoride issue. But when we look at the COVID-19, and still, three years later, it is this big political thing. I mean, when I hear COVID-19, I don't feel I'm going to get talk about a virus, talk about people even being sick with COVID-19. When I hear COVID-19, I turn the other way because I know this is just going to be a political conversation. And the last thing I want to get myself involved in is a political conversation. Instead, it really should be people standing up and saying, yeah, you know what? I screwed up. We should have done this differently. You know what? You're right. This didn't work. Yeah, you know what? Paper masks didn't really stop the spread. Is that so difficult to do? And why does that have to be political? I'll just, I'll never understand how COVID-19 became this political topic where anytime it comes up, it's politics, politics. And unfortunately, I think that's the reason you're not having people in government address, yeah, where we made some mistakes with COVID. You know, we had John Taffer in here over a year ago on BMAS and Beamer. Great show. We had John Taffer in here and he said it was, you know, unbelievable to him, and I'm paraphrasing, that restaurants were closed for so long in so many parts of the country Because if anyone knows how to keep things clean, if anyone knows how to sanitize, it's restaurants. And guess what? John Taffer has a point. 803-0930, star 930. What would you like to see as a result of the... What would you like to see the next time there's a blizzard coming through western New York? The reaction. What would you like to see the government do? The media do? People do? 803-0930, star 930. And... What other topics, what other events would you like the government to take a step back and say, hey, maybe we should look at the way we responded to this? Let's go to Mark in Buffalo. Hey, Mark, thanks for calling in. Hi, Joe. I always enjoy when you're on. Thank you, Mark. Uh, what do you got for us? You had a kind caller yesterday said to you, never apologize. And I agree with her. We like you, Joe. Well, thank we you, Mark. We accept you. I appreciate um, that. Regarding the emergency alert system, formerly known as the emergency broadcast system, my whole family worked in strategic defense, and I was a submariner, and I kind of was in the know. Um, they, prior to September 11th, it used to be a, EBS was on banker's hours, and they had to go like 9 to 5 Eastern Standard Time, and that all went out the window after September 11th. 
Um, the emergency alert system is meant for a national emergency where thousands of people could conceivably perish. It's not for a mere blizzard for a local event. The emergency alert system is meant for thermonuclear war. All right. Now, I don't know if you're familiar with how many reentry vehicles and spare warheads the Russians have, but it's in excess of 2,500. All right. Hey, Mark, um, I-, I will say this. If that's the case, it can be for more than one thing. Like the EAS test has an uh, option there when you play it and then it starts speaking. There's been a storm detected. Like it can do more than one thing. If there's an emergency to broadcast, to address, uh, I think it can work in more ways than one. Um, opens the line for you. 803-0930, star 930. What would you like to see a reaction? And, and again, I, I I do. I will always say that personal responsibility is on the list. And winter in western New York, you should be, with all the technology we have, you should be at least checking in on the weather. If you're hearing people talk about snow in the forecast, maybe you check it out. How much snow? What do I have to be prepared for? But I also do believe that some of this falls on getting the message out there. And if we have ways of doing it, which we do, we should utilize those. But I don't disagree with the, the, the text coming in saying, Joe, you were talking about phones two days ago. Everyone has a phone. Yeah, you're right. Everyone has a phone. Everyone has access to the internet. Like I said, if, if we're getting an inch of snow, I get an AccuWeather alert sent to my phone. Not that difficult. Someone said, uh, 8030930 is the Volkswagen Orchard Park text board. We become a society where you want to be told everything what to do and try to blame somebody else. Uh, I don't disagree, Texer. I don't disagree. 8030930, star 930. Beamer in for Bowerly back after this. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.